Welcome to the Blank Slate, a podcast podcast with entertainment. Thank you very much for downloading. And this is part two of our big ass NBA preview blowout. Uh, we are, I, I, you know, I understand there's a lot of NBA preview content out there that you could be consuming. And we very much appreciate you choosing us here at the blank slate as part of the Podswoggle network to at least listen to us bs and, and and engage with us as well bs with us as well on twitter and through email uh so without any further ado this is part two let me throw it on over to tope Adabanjo, tony colt a special surprise guest a little later and myself rich camelucci hey where are we going to next rich but before we get there, let's move on to the Southeast Division. Uh, secretly. Miami. Secretly, one of my favorite divisions, and not even because of Miami. Oh, come on. I'm. Don't lie to the people, Rich. I, I mean, I obviously <laughs> want them to play great. I think they can. I think I'm really. I think it can happen, but more so, I'm really hoping that Bosch will just like exert himself and, and exude like total leadership and be believable with it. Not going to happen. I think it could. I do think it could, but in the likelihood of it happening, I think it's not that likely. Um, because as long as Dwayne Wade's on the team, you know, where yeah, Dwayne Wade's a psychopath, by the way, Dwayne Wade is going to actually play uh, 41 games this year in Capri's. I don't know if you guys knew that. <laughs> uh, he announced that on his Instagram. He's a person of really low character. Well, hey, now, did you not see that that video of him playing basketball with that 90 year old grandmother? No, I bet he blocked her shot. <laughs> he took her to town. <laughs> I bet he did. Uh, I bet he crossed her over, and she had a walker, and it was sad. She was ador- She was actually pretty spry and mobile for her age, ninety years old, and she's you know, she's literally shooting a granny style. But like, yeah, she she uh, as as uh, as Dwayne Wade said, "You oop that better than Mario." <laughs> Mario Chalmers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. Uh, which, Mario. That, you know, setting tones, man. Setting tones. Uh. But yeah, like I'm very, very much looking forward to Bosch being on paper the he- top banana, head banana, whatever banana it is. Um, I really hope that Dwayne Wade stays medicated this season uh, and doesn't go off the rails. We'll be using a lot of medicated powders. <laughs> sure, it is Miami. Um, but yeah, I mean, I like McRoberts. I like You're talking I, yourself into like Danny Granger and those guys? I no, not Danny Granger. Shabazz Napier, man. Shabazz Sleeper Napier. Rookie of the year. I man, all right, look. <laughs> we got Dang, who's far past his prime, but it's still Luau Dang. He's uh, a big effort guy, you're gonna like Luau. Yeah, and that's another reason why I liked uh McRoberts is when we were playing the uh, former Bobcats in the playoffs last season, like he was a dude that got fired up. He was a dude that would go. He's an instigator. He's an instigator, and that's what last year's Heat was missing. As I said before, like you know, 
Dwayne Wade wasn't afraid to hip check Rajon Rondo, and it was great. I loved it. It fired up the crowd. It fired up the team. Fired up everybody. Throw Dexter Pittman out there. Get suspended, young man. And then you know, don't be in the league in a year and a half. But that's what I like about McRoberts, and he he brings it. He's an instigator, and I fucking love that. You know, like the team lost its teeth last year. I feel like, and they need hands, bro. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I I think Napier could be okay. Um, but it's a little bit of a uh, dude. You guys are losing in the first round this year. Don't worry about it. It doesn't matter as long as we get to the playoffs because we don't. Right, Tope? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I the L- fact that you can lose the best player in the league after most teams when that happens, like they're demolished, and you guys have a chance. That says all you need to do. You're gonna make the playoffs. Right? Yeah, which is insane that you can lose the best player in the league and still make the playoffs. Well, and here's the thing. This season doesn't matter at all. This no. season doesn't mean shit because we don't it's uh we don't have a draft pick next year. So, might as well just go all out and just see. Hey, just for fun, let's see how far we can get in the playoffs. Let's see what kind of seed we can be, you guys. It'll be fun. We'll do it as a team. You know, it, it, it doesn't <laughs> we'll take it easy. We'll all learn and grow together. Exactly. It's not going to cost you anything. And it's going to be great. I'm I am so looking forward to seeing what Eric Spolstra is. Yeah. I'm very much looking forward to it. I, I hope it's a good coach. <laughs> He's going to show you. We're going to find This is the year we find out. This is the year he can either, you know, win maybe 50 plus games and be possibly a coach of the year candidate well we know he can win with talent which means that we know he's better than guys like scott brooks hey that's frank vogel frank vogel (laughs) we know that he's better than those jokers um but we don't quite know if he's on the level of like carlisle um and you know yeah we're not even having the popovich conversation popovich is in another atmosphere galaxy He's the best coach ever, right, you guys? The best basketball coach ever? In his era. In his... In the modern era. Yeah, I gotta see. Once in five years, we still coaching. And he has the players that he is gonna have and he can still do it. Then I'll give it to him, but... I think if he wins maybe another two rings over the next, like, like five, six years... I think that cements his place, right? I think that's a lot more impressive than Phil winning 11 in sort of a bunch of different stints with, you know, Chicago and L.A. and always having two of the best 10, 15 players in the league on his team. I mean, I think that what Pop has done in terms of evolving the game, in terms of, like, changing... uh, the way players are managed, changing the way the season is managed, like the way they sit guys on back-to-backs and they, I mean, they really work the schedule and they're thinking about that in ways that a lot of other teams just don't even look at, you know? Um, I don't think Byron Scott is trying to game the schedule. (laughs) He isn't even trying to game the he isn't games. even trying to game the dimensions of the game. Like, <laughs> like the Spurs are are really far ahead, and it's going to – I don't know. I think the Pop is in that level. I think he's in that conversation. 
It's definitely a conversation. It's definitely, at least right now, with... <clears throat> I mean, him being the most recent. You know, he's on the front of most people's minds when you want to have that conversation. Um, and, yeah, I mean, you just made a great argument for it. Uh, you know, it it is what it is. He's He's... It almost seems like he's infallible, like he can't do anything wrong. If anything, he he deserves to be in the conversation for his post uh, his post game co- press conferences alone. Oh my god, the sideline <laughs> interviews after the quarters. Yeah, just his media presence alone, like that's that's good enough. You got it. Love his demeanor. He's um, just such an asshole to reporters. But I have heard that he's a really nice guy behind the scenes. That oh, he I'm- like. I'm sure. Yeah. I totally believe that. He like, um, I was listening to Doris Burke talk about him. She was like, Pop is the nicest guy. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I was sick one time. I missed a game. He was asking after me, where is Doris? Is she okay? What's going on? Like, he is the nicest man. And I was like, all right. <laughs> uh, he seems like he hates you when he's on camera with you. It's, it's a character he's playing, man. Yeah, he's a heel. He, uh, <laughs> you can get away with it. We're not allowed to talk about that kind of stuff. But yeah, he's a classic. He's a classic villain. Um, other teams in the Southeast. Uh, let's see, Orlando. It'd be cool if they uh, can kind of. They have exciting young players. If you want to come over here, uh, I've got a little special guest coming on. Uh, an Orlando Magic fan himself. My roommate, Robert Colomberti. Hello, everybody. All right. Don't you there? What's up, Robert? How are you fine gentlemen doing? Doing well, talking about the magic. Uh, yeah, I, it's always nice when they're young and fresh and you have hope, but it's like you really hope one of those two become all-stars because if not, you're back to the same place you were right after Dwight. Um, I hope so, too. I hope one can get to the next level. But I would say that even if that doesn't happen, you're still in a better scenario than post-Dwight. There's really a lot of very talented young kids on that team. And uh, we know that the East is really not that rigorous. So who knows what could happen? (laughs) That was the kindest assessment of the East I think I've ever heard. (laughs) Not that rigorous. I'm looking at this. Have you been keeping up with the with the team in the offseason and like who they got and yeah, all the acquisitions. I'm you know again, I'm sort of like a budding NBA fan or have been for the past one or two years. So I have been keeping up with all of it, but I couldn't drop every name. We got Channing Fry, mm-hmm. um, some good white dude who used to play for the Bobcats. Anyone know who that is? I can't remember. Mm, I think you might be thinking of. Uh, Josh McRoberts for the Heat. You have Ben Gordon, who I think used to play for the Bobcats. Right. Yeah, Ben Gordon. Um, who I don't know if that's the best the best pickup. But you know who you should be very, very, very excited about? Who? Alfred Payton. Yes, indeed. Very controversial pick, too. Um, drafted Aaron Gordon at four, uh, right before... Uh, What's this? Dante Exum, who everybody thought that the Magic kind of really whiffed it on that. And then Alfred got drafted 
at like eight or nine by someone else and then got traded um, later on to the Magic. So again, it it didn't look great at the time, but I think the Magic did a really good job in this year's draft. That that is about how it went down, right, Tony? You guys with us? I'm yeah. I'm on me. Okay. That, so okay. Um, yeah. Yeah, and as it turns out, like Exum may have been a do- a bullet dodged, mm-hmm. and a lot of people uh, are really kind of getting on other teams' cases that didn't take Alfred Payton. Yeah. So it looks like they have, you know, kind of made good moves on both ends as it stands right now. You know, once we get into the season, we'll see. But, uh, yeah, and then, you know, I mean, I know people were excited about Victor Oladipo last year as well. So it's there's a really promising core there. Mm-hmm. That's a fun team. It's a very fun team. Vucevic? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Give me some Vucevic. Yeah. It's got a big contract, too. Channing Fry, mm-hmm. real player. So, yeah, I mean, I don't think it would completely shock anybody if they were to, you know, actually come out of the East somewhere in the playoffs. I've been making bets all over town, dollar bets, just to kind of like will it to existence that they'll get the <laughs> eighth seed. <laughs> I mean, I guess I'm just trying to do my part and just believe, even though I think they have that's not their slogan anymore. Um, but yeah, very excited. I hope oh, they do well. believe in magic. I finally get that. Something like that, right? Do you believe in magic? All right, we got to pay for that now. Um, <laughs> last thing, what do you guys think of? I mean, what's the biggest improvement they could make? Uh, would it be coach? Because I'm not sure if Jacques Vaughn is hurting a ton, but I don't really think he's helping a lot either, especially with like. A lot of like, it's like you have like a mound of raw clay. So now is really the time to get that good, you know, sculptor in to to work with it before it starts to dry. And how much longer can I pull off this metaphor? (laughs) (laughs) What do you guys think about that? I would say they need a new coach. And I, I don't know if it's because they had young players, but every Magic game I watched, it was like, I, I once I watched like five to ten games last year, and every single game, it's like, huh, that's a completely different rotation than the game before. So I, I, I don't know if he just didn't know what he wanted. Super, super young coach. Like, I think he's under 40 still. And I just think he needs some more time under – I mean, he could, came under pop, but he needs some time with another coach to really learn about the little things because I just think it's, it hasn't been working – and they might need someone with a little more experience in there. Yeah, that's a hard team to manage because they have kind of a hollow center um, in that they have a couple of elder statesman-type players, Channing Fry, Ben Gordon, Willie Green, Luke Ridenour. They have no players between the ages of 25 and 31. So, like, they basically have no players in their prime. Hmm. Huh. Wow. It's, Very it's, interesting stat. It's it's all like, you know, 20, 22. They have a couple of 19-year-olds. Like, they just have this, this, like, really young group of guys. And then a smattering of veterans. But like you said, just a raw ball of clay. But there's a lot of talent there. 
Man. I'd, I'd be nervous to have so many young guys on in Orlando because, like, they, they might get distracted, like, at the theme parks and stuff and, <laughs> you know, down I Drive and, like, Old Town hit the, uh, hit the slingshot. Kissimmee's right there. Kissimmee's the right famous there. Kissimmee slingshot. <laughs> <laughs> Who was that that went on that that was uh That was Robert was and Rudy. No, 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 the famous guy that did recently. Oh, DMX? DMX. <laughs> <laughs> Dog. Dog. Yeah, that, that was, yeah, it was great. Yeah. I would still, uh, man, I don't know. I, there's some great, man, Slingshot, what a great invention to, like, just completely fuck people up. Um, but, yeah, so, you know, Orlando, really you want to see something come out of there because that could be a really, really fun team. The rest of the three teams in the Southeast, honestly, if they don't scare the shit out of me, they're definitely scary in a little bit. Atlanta like, still made the playoffs, and they didn't even have Horford. They're going to have Horford back, hopefully healthy for the whole year. Um, so just by that you know, addition, they're probably going to be markedly better. Um but I don't know what else, what more else there is to say. Uh, actually, if anybody's looking for a job, Tony, you saw a job opening on their website, didn't you? Yeah, there was a uh, there was a position for the Hawks with uh, it was like their chief officer for diversity and inclusion or something. <laughs> oh God! Which I thought was a bit of closing the barn door after the horse had bolted. <laughs> Tope, I'm not sure what your view is. <laughs> I might have a little too much advocate in me to answer this. <laughs> and I, then yeah. Charlotte. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I don't know. I, yeah. Uh, I, I do think Atlanta is going to be really, not really good, but they're going to be a contender even more so than they were last year as far as, you know, being in the playoffs um, and in the regular season. Uh, the Charlotte Hornets. Oh yeah, weird to say that again. I feel like I'm, you know, back in like second grade or something. You're a kid again. Do they, by becoming the Charlotte Hornets again, do they automatically get Larry Johnson again? <laughs> yeah, they I, th- okay. I think that's fair. I thought I thought that was the guy. I thought I read that somewhere. Muggsy Bogues is walking through that door. <laughs> <laughs> In the form of Lance Stevenson, man. Like, look, it's not a terrible team. It's I, I like the team a lot. I'm looking at it right now between Al Jefferson, Kemba Walker, uh, and Lance Stevenson, and they're not exactly thin either. Like, well, there's all right. Look, all I'm saying, Gennaro is Pargo's on the roster. They got they <laughs> so got is Gary Neal. They have a rookie on their team. With two names of two cities, Dallas Lauderdale. That is awesome. <laughs> Dallas Lauderdale. That's great. That has to be intentional. <laughs> you have to have been trying to name a man after two cities. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, well, yeah, I don't know. I really like this team a lot. And they, I think they only got better from last year. And they were, they were, Good last year, at least well, in the playoffs. 
they were good enough to be competitive with Indiana but lose to them, which means they were still pretty bad. They were under 500, weren't they? Uh, I do not recall, but they didn't play in they, uh, they played Miami last year in the playoffs. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm looking forward to watching this team, if not just for the uh, the honeycombed court. Well, sure. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm looking forward to buying up all that sweet Hornets merch, man. You seen the alternate logo? Yeah, man, it's like a flying knife. It's beautiful. I'm <laughs> uh, oh, sorry, the Bobcats won 43 games last year. My mistake. Okay. Um, and probably one of my favorite non-heat teams in the east the washington wizards uh i just i i continually forget that paul pierce went to the wizards by the way oh yeah i just forgot it even after i just said it right now (laughs) it's so weird looking like he looks so weird wearing that jersey uh go ahead tony he looks weird wearing any non-Boston jersey, doesn't he? I got used to the Nets jersey, actually. As long as well, he's fighting somebody in it, it looks normal to me, which he did. <laughs> <laughs> as long as that wispy mustache continues to make him look a little bit like a catfish. Yeah, yes. that's that's the key component right there. Right? Like, Paul, shave it, man. It's cool. <laughs> it's cool. It's fine. But just... <clears throat> Uh, it says here that Drew Gooden is 33, so somebody lied on his birth certificate. Um, yeah, that is, there's no way. No. Uh, love, I don't know. Uh, Bradley Beal is hurt. How long is he hurt for? He's got to yeah. wrist surgery. Want to say six weeks? Well, hopefully it's not I too long, because that backcourt is is delightful when they're both back there. And I've always loved Gortat. I fucking loved Gortat when he was with the Suns. And I wanted the Heat to make a play after him for fucking ever. And I thought we might, we're, we're maybe going to be able to get him this year. And he showed up in a tank at, in Washington. Yeah, he was with the Magic before that. And he was great. Yeah. He was oh, he was great on that finals team? Yes. But, yeah, I, I, just, I just fucking love this team. I really, really do. Despite them having Andre Miller. <laughs> Who is 38 years old? Guys yeah, are playing looks... longer these days, huh? I wouldn't say he's playing. <laughs> <laughs> Guys are collecting checks for longer these days, huh? <laughs> Something like that. But yeah, I don't know. I I wouldn't be surprised if this team doesn't uh, reach their potential. But I think that they should and they could this year. Four teams in this division should make the playoffs. And I think and this is if Paul didn't get hurt, Paul George, this probably wouldn't be. But right now, I would say it's the best division in the East. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, could, I, I would say so. Yeah. yeah. Um, by kind of a lot. Uh, by kind of. The Central could be interesting. Yeah. Central could be interesting, but I would say that the Southeast probably has the most teams in the playoffs. Yeah. 
I'd go for that. They have at least three and probably four. Probably four. All right. Let's head on over to our last Western team, which means we're saving a certain Eastern Conference or division uh, for last. So, yeah, last Western division, the Northwest, which includes Utah, Minnesota, Portland, Denver, and Oklahoma City. Uh, which one of those is the least interesting of those teams? Is it, is it Denver? Utah. Utah? Utah. Really? Yeah. More than I might... I might go Denver on this, actually, because at least there's, like, some intrigue in Utah. Well, sell me on Denver. Go ahead. Oh, no, no, sorry. I I just, yeah, I had nothing. (laughs) Uh, I would say, I think you alluded to it earlier, I would say Kenneth Fareed. Um, And just seeing kind of what steps forward he takes on the court this year, uh, him and Ty Lawson, you know, I think Ty Lawson, well, I don't think he's going to make a big jump, but I'd hope to see him be a little bit better. Um, I guess I just don't see how they, how they really progressed on the off season. I mean, well, they did. They still have Nate Mozgov, JaVale McGee, Ty Lawson, you know, Fareed, Wilson Chandler, Flo- like they're still kind of running out there with the same guys, same, more or yeah. less. Like, I feel like I've seen Denver and I'm not that impressed. And like I said about the World Cup of Basketball, I don't put that much stock into it. Mm-hmm. So all the Fareed stuff out there, like, I really don't know how to read it. Like, maybe now he's really, really good, but he hasn't been when he's been playing for Denver. Yeah, He's been know. good, but he's not like a, a world beater. Week of the week. Yeah, I don't know how to Fareed it either. Um, week of the week. Uh, this is totally week of the week. Yeah. Bring it back. <laughs> Run it back, Richie. I might have to dig the dropout for that one. Um, yeah, the the answer is there's no wrong answer there. They're both incredibly boring teams. Uh, I would I would give the Jazz the slight edge on being less boring for just to to see how much of a bust Dante Exum is. Uh, and to see if Derek Favors can kind of step it up a little bit. Um, speaking as, of busts. Speaking of busts, as well as yeah. Trey Burke. Um, I mean, I think there's more intrigue on the Jazz than there are in the Nuggets, which is pretty much the same story as last year's, whatever they have going on. Um, and we don't have to talk about them anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Steve Novak's all I'm going to say. <laughs> That's a good point. Steve Novak. <laughs> uh same thing with oh yeah, totally forgot about Minnesota. Um if Minnesota wasn't totally wrapped up in the whole uh Kevin Love thing, I mean it'd be business as usual for them too, right? Uh I well, I think the pieces they got back are kind of exciting, you know. Anytime you can acquire two number one overall picks in a trade, mm-hmm. you're probably doing pretty well in that trade and they're both 21 or under. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's a lot of the same stuff. But, yeah, like, how much is Kevin Martin going to give you again? You know? Right. We've probably seen peak Pekovic. Um, Thaddeus Young came over. Like, okay, I'm, you know, all right, I'm fine with that. But Mo Williams and Ronnie Turiaf, and the, yeah, fine. And we kind of know what Ricky Rubio is. 
by now. Right. Yeah, there's not a ton of exciting stuff except to see what Wiggins and Bennett can do. And I hear that, I mean, at least for his part, I hear that Bennett looks really good coming into the season. That's good. Yeah, because I remember last season there were there was always a report of like, oh man, he had this great game. Oh man, he has pizza asthma. Uh, <laughs> you know, like just all these different things, like ups and downs. I don't know. Um, I'm going to miss him being a Cavalier just to see Mullet's reactions to those stories. Um, but, yeah. Uh, they are where they are. They're going to finish. They're not going to make the playoffs. Definitely not. Um, Keep the streak alive. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, the two teams with any real weight in this uh, division, uh, one of my favorite my favorite West Western Conference playoff team last season was Portland. Um, they just were exciting, and their crowd is always just you know insane. And their nickname is Rip City, which is also my half of my nickname. You are still in my phone as Rip Camelucci. There you go. <laughs> like you don't understand how tempting it is every year to get a Rip City jersey. You look surrender to it. I. If I may get myself a Christmas gift this year of a Damian Lillard Rip City jersey. I think you need to do it. I think right now. I don't have a job, but when I do, it's on the list. I'm going to put it on my get a job shopping list, <laughs> which includes, I'm pulling it up right now, uh, that it includes uh, improv classes, cable uh, a certain video game pre-order, which might not be pre-ordered by the time I get a job, and some good headphones. And let me put Rip City jersey. Rip City. see why. A lot of people think they're going to kind of regress this year, which makes me sad. Why is that? I, I think a lot of people thought last year when they were like, hovering above like the best record early in the season and then we we're hovering around like the three four spot they thought every single time it's like okay they're gonna get burned out it's too much of their starting five but i feel like they got chris came which again is not a big pickup but any yeah. person <laughs> they can get to fill up their bench is good because their bench two years ago was god awful the bench last year was just bad so they can get better you know they still have like a top ten pick that's sitting on their bench, and Steve Blake, hey, <laughs> and Steve Blake, Steve Blake, and Steve Blake. Yeah, I, well, yeah, uh, Portland's fine. Portland's <laughs> fine. I they're, didn't. I didn't they're probably that. gonna. Sorry, I didn't realize Aldridge was twenty nine already. Yeah, like we are at or or just after maybe peak Aldridge. Last year might be the best he's ever going to be. Which so, is really good. It was it was excellent. It was, it was really, excellent. Really good. Yeah. I mean, he was he was a top 5 power forward in the league easily. Might have been the best one. Um but they're probably going to lose in the first round this year. And they, you know, they maybe should have last year. Yeah. It was a great sort of, it was great yeah. to watch though. Yeah, uh, was that the series with the Rockets? Was that yeah. The, yeah, that was yeah. very amazing. Exciting. I uh, I had watched that series with two women who don't watch any basketball at all, and by 
the end of it, I got them talking about a hashtag I made up, pulling for Portland. So I think it's a testament. I mean, I don't know. I just remember that's my biggest memory of the playoffs last year was watching the the Trailblazers Rocket series. That was a good series. It was very good. It was like that perfect first round, like batshit crazy series that yeah. every playoffs needs. Not um, a series of great coaching. Well, Jerry no. Stotts and Kevin McHale weren't weren't exactly bringing it. <laughs> Look, man, that series was about the players and bringing it on the court. Uh, <laughs> speaking of a team that's not about the coaching, Oklahoma City. Oh, I am so excited for the first like couple of weeks. I am so excited for 2016. She <laughs> might have a chance in him. Making room. Making room. Uh, you guys should rename your team the Miami Greed. Okay. <laughs> sure. We'll name them the Miami Greed. We'll name, we'll name them the Miami Rileys for all we give a shit, man. Like, the, the heat's not a thing. The, the, the name the heat is, that was probably a placeholder. They still haven't picked the right name. It's, it's, just, it's, it's there. It's there because we have to have a name. By, by all means, name the Greed. Name them, name them the, 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 uh, the, the the ring chasers is something. It's the beacon wars. Yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> Name the Miami chest hairs or something. Ooh. The Miami gold chains. No, the Miami white shirts and pants. <laughs> yeah. Yes. The Miami white pants is the, <laughs> is the right name. The Miami loafers. The Miami open fourth button. <laughs> Oh man, keep going. The Miami shitty colognes. Um, but we're not talking about Miami. We're talking about a city much less interesting than Miami. Uh, in Oklahoma City. No offense if you're from Oklahoma City or live there, but I don't, so I don't have to care about deal that. with it. Deal with it. Yeah. Um, Durant's gonna be out to start the season. Uh, it may or may not hinge on his MVP chances. Um, they should be in the Western Conference Finals like they should be every year and usually are. What else is there to say about this team? One quick thing, and that's Kevin Durant last year had 21 shot attempts per game on average. Every single one of those is going to Russell Westbrook. He will shoot the ball 87 times a game. He will be a 13-year-old kid jerking off with Viagra. He just won't stop. He will attempt the Kobe Bryant versus the Toronto Raptors game. Yeah. Multiple times yeah. during the first half of the season. Kobe Leave Bryant. Past November. <laughs> Kobe Bryant, when he was in high school, would make his teammates play him first to 100, going by, like, ones. That's <laughs> Russell Westbrook. Every single game, he does not play with Kevin Durant. He's just going to keep on going. Um, I actually have sources that report to me telling me that uh, Scotty Brooks is going to try out a new pregame coaching method of, uh, before every game, just replaying Kevin Durant's MVP speech. Um, and hoping that, you know, just takes care of itself. 
I can see him just wringing his hands and going, come on, Kevin, come on. <laughs> I need this. Uh, they were courting Pau Gasol. Didn't happen because it's Oklahoma City. They ended up with uh, Anthony Morrow was their big acquisition this season, this offseason. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, we're hoping we're all hoping for, you know, a surge surge um, and reaching that, you know, next plateau. Hey, Tope, let's say you're what? Russ Westbrook. Uh-huh. And you have the opportunity to take all those shots at the start of the season and basically run the team. Do you have a gentleman's agreement with Serge Ibaka and some of the other guys and just say, like, look, this is what we're going to do. While Kevin's out, we're just going to tank it. And we're going to try to get Scotty out of here. And then after Scotty's gone, we're going to turn it back on. What do you Honestly, think? not a bad idea. <laughs> it's a little evil, but it's, I mean, it helps everybody. Except Scotty. Well, you know. Scotty, but let's think Scotty of ourselves for a moment. Why don't we think of ourselves for a moment? It's as long as that team is together for the next two years, they'll keep going to, you know, the Western Conference. They'll keep getting deep in the playoffs. Despite, you know, if they lose a player here, or lose a player there, they're still going to get deep in the playoffs. And that still hasn't, it gets other coaches fired. It hasn't gotten Scotty Brooks fired. So I think that's probably their best bet. You know, I wish I could get my boss fired at work. <laughs> I wish I could go into an agreement to do poor work with my coworkers until that happened. Would you say that basketball is the like the the sport that the players have the most control over the fate of their coach? Without question. Yeah. Absolutely. What's what's after basketball? Soccer. European soccer. Okay, what's after that? Mm, hard to say. Yeah. Uh, I, I would say baseball, but the only reason that comes to mind is because of the whole Red Sox thing. Yeah, did they get uh, Francona fired? What happened there? Yeah, it was something like that. Oh, He's wow. gone, right? Uh, yeah, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that's the Thunder. Uh, don't really need to talk about them anymore, right? Nah, uh, nah. And they're when they're forty-five, fifty games. Be a two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight seat. I'd set every number except for one. And yeah, that's that's them. They could be a really interesting like four seat this year. Yeah, maybe that'd be what's best for them. Maybe they need to have a little adversity in the playoffs because they've always been the best team let's say they have a four or five against like memphis or something Oof. or against dallas that'd be yeah. pretty interesting that would be interesting i don't think well it would be a shootout but yeah i think we know how it would come out all right <laughs> let's quit dicking around the central division in the eastern conference anything is possible <laughs> uh I'd say uh, Milwaukee's Milwaukee. Jason Kidd's going to be there. Um, and, yeah, it's not a great team by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, but it will be interesting to see what kind of effect um, Kidd has. Another player that I also love, Irisan Ilisilova. 
I don't care what you think about me. I like him. Can you say, say that again? Yeah, say that again? <laughs> no. <laughs> and Beautiful. I'm gonna, and I'm also not going to say their shooting guard's name either. Oh, Giannis? Giannis. Antetokounmpo. Antetokounmpo. <laughs> I'm glad you said was- it before me. That was the most fun. I when I went, like I said, I went to the Knicks Bucks game, and literally I was with uh, uh, some coworkers. Oh yeah, Teonces plays for them, doesn't he? Yeah, <laughs> all, all all them who don't watch basketball, and I basically said to them like, hey, can, "Can you say that guy's name?" <laughs> and it was y- y- Antupo. Oh, sound like Tim Kirchin, basically. Giannis <laughs> Antetokounmpo. <laughs> Down in Antikamo. Ah, never mind. Wow. Two weeks of the week. I tried to do a Kokomo version of his name. That did not work. No, there are there are way too many syllables in Antetokounmpo. Yeah, we're done talking about the Bucks, you guys. I'm sorry. Yeah. Fucked it up for everybody. Uh, Poor Pacers. It's sad, but it happened. They did it to themselves. Yeah. Do we want to text Mullet the picture right now? Yeah, why not? Why not? It's, it's been a tradition, not so much a, a very early tradition. Now, whenever Robert and Tony and I are, are together in the same room, uh, we all text Mullet a picture of the compound fracture uh, of, of uh, Paul George's compound fracture. Oh, look at that. It's the last photo that I sent to anybody. Send one photo. Sending now. Send leg break. <laughs> uh, and yeah, we've sent this to Mullet, I don't know how many times. He loves it every time. <laughs> and he's feeling great, so this will be perfect, right? Um, do that to your friends. It could be worse. That should be the caption. <laughs> <laughs> they need to turn that into the new, like that poster of like the kitty hanging on the clothesline. Like, hang yeah. in there, kid. Hang in there, leg ligaments. <laughs> um, yeah. Does Hibbert kind of take this as a swift kick in the ass and like bounce back? Like, that's the only. I mean, and you know, David West, that dude doesn't like to lose. I don't know. Like, what? What chance? What hope do they have? To not be a lottery team this year, I don't think any. I think they're a lottery team. Yeah, and I think David West will be on a new team probably by the end of this year. Yeah, to a team that a contender that kind of needs a power forward and a little leadership. Yeah, they they signed him to the deal they signed him because they thought they had a title window. Yeah, and now they don't, and. Yeah, they have to reckon with that. I agree with Tope. Okay. Um, yo, let's talk about Stan Van Gundy, baby. Get excited. Get excited. He's buying the groceries. He's rolling the ball out there. He's yelling at people. His mustache has never looked better. And he has not lost or gained any weight. What's up? <laughs> At least the temperature is milder. Hopefully he won't be sweating as much. <laughs> and I hope he's really got off wearing all those synthetic fabrics. Never. Never. 
You kidding oh, me? Stan. <laughs> he can't oh, spend money. Oh, on Stan. Suits. He can't spend money on suits. That has to go towards the team, man. It's I'm I'm just I'm excited. <laughs> I haven't given a shit about the Detroit Pistons maybe my entire life, and I am very invested right now. They're going to be interesting. He has a hell of a task in front of him. He does. Um, yeah, I man, man, I'm just having this rush of just Heat memories and just like the shady ass way that he like left the Heat and literally when he was uh, like announcing like why he was leaving the Heat, you could see Pat Riley's hand up his ass using his mouth, moving his mouth for him. It was. Man, this is going to be great. He needs a much better team. This team's pretty garbage, but. It would have been great if in that press conference he had said that he wanted to spend more time with Pat Riley's family. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing that I used to love about And then acted like it was a slip. Like, oh, uh, oh, I'm sorry. I meant I want to spend more time. Yeah. They were the movie twins. Riley and and. and uh, Van Gundy, I just, I, I just, I just loved the two of them together because they were so fucking different. The price difference between their suits was at least twelve thousand dollars. Why did like? I, there's no basketball reason for that to have happened. No, there's not. There is no basketball reason for Stan Van Gundy to have ever left a team. No. Because he always gets fired, and it's always because he has shithead players, right? Yeah. Yes, 100%. Yeah. I mean, I think everyone here is on that same, uh, w- uh, the same thought playing about Dwight. Oh, hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, see, yeah. there's a Magic fan in the room. See my previous comment about uh, the easiest sport to get your coach fired in. Well, yeah. Uh, well, look. There's only 12, 15 guys on a roster. So, you know, the best guys in the league are super important. You know, LeBron James hired David Blatt. I mean, I want to talk I think about- that I think he was tired of getting his ass kicked by a team that was playing a better system. And he said, I need a fucking system. I'm done with this Mike Brown shit. Yeah. Uh, I do want to talk about Chicago before we go to Cleveland. Um, we won't have too much to say about Chicago. Um, except, I mean, you know, God bless Thibodeau for holding the ship together while, you know, everything's falling, crumbling around him. Um, it looks like they finally got some help this year in Pau Gasol. They're uh, definitely deeper. Yeah. I mean, Gibson is one of the most, one of the most solid players off the bench in the league. Well, Pau, Taj, they brought, uh, Doug Nikola Miritich. Dougie McBuckets, they drafted. Bulls are having a, a nice offseason. I think they're going to do really well this year. Um, but that's all couched behind assuming Rose stays healthy. And even if Rose goes down yet again, even if he does, like, it's not just Noah out there, like, making insane plays happen all by himself, you know? Like, you at least have a little bit of a front court to be able to work with there. They're yeah, still that, a little that, weak on the wing. The, yeah, I know. That's what I was about to say, and I agree 100%. Like, they still need someone who can guard. 
LeBron James, basically, and you can guard the wings and you can play the wing position for that team. You're not going to hold scoring teams to like 80 points every game. Yeah. You, you, well, you need this. The Bulls feel like Jimmy Butler is that guy. And certainly the Bulls fans do, but they're completely irrational. So you have to discount that. <laughs> but I think the Bulls think that that's Jimmy Butler. I'm not convinced. I don't know what you guys think about him. I am not either. Um, is there anyone out there that they could trade for? Is there anyone like available? I'm not sure the Bulls are in a, a, position, a position with assets yeah. where they would be able to trade like, you know, a couple of guys for like a big upgrade there. And I don't think they're really in a salary position either. Yeah. Because they don't like to pay the tax. They have a cheap owner. They have a huge market. They make a ton of money and they have a cheap owner. Yeah, great. Worked out great for the, you know, White Sox, too. Yeah, I know. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But they should be all right this season. They'll, you know. They'll be a top three seed, assuming everybody stays healthy. Yeah. They'll probably be a top two. Yeah. All right. Uh, I guess we can, you know, finally talk about them and rip the Band-Aid off this one. Uh, The Cleveland Cavaliers... They had some additions. Mm. Um, they brought some guys in. Uh, I don't, man. You guys go. I can't. <laughs> I, I think with what he can bring to this team, it's about damn time Mike Miller plays on the big stage. It's just been too long. Too long in the shadows. Too long. Just in the background waiting. This is his time, and he's going to be the reason why they get to the next level. Oh, yeah, Kevin Love, LeBron, the cool. Yeah, whatever. (laughs) But really, uh, no, it's... What do... Cleveland, yeah, (laughs) that's literally my thoughts when I saw the letter online. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, so they have this trade in place. Yeah. (laughs) So they're going to trade Kevin Love for Anthony Bennett and Andrew Wiggins. And they're going to be a top three team, uh, obviously, if not the best team in the East. But the biggest questions are, can they play defense? What happens when they play a team like the Bulls, who have two seven-footers who are versatile and who can guard anyone? Who's going to stop Derrick Rose? Are they good enough to go all, all the way this year? The biggest question for me is David Blatt? I, offensively, I love him. And it's, it's weird because this is a really weird thing to say. The team I watched most last year was the Cavs. Don't know Whoa, why. Why? <laughs> I, do, I don't know why. I honestly have liked the Cavs for a long time, and I don't know why. So I've watched, I watch a lot of David Blatt, like, his offense overseas, and it's like, it's a really, really good offense. Yeah, it's got, like, a lot of off-ball cutting and, like, a lot of Princeton-style offense elements, right? Uh, yeah, absolutely. He's going to – having to 
guard that is going to wear a lot of teams out. And they're going to they're gonna get a lot of cheap wins during the year because you play that in a, on a back-to-back, and it's like, oh, I don't want to – I'm not going to chase after Kevin Love. Shoot an open three. Who cares? And that's, yeah. They're going to get a lot of wins just on endurance. They're extremely physically fit. <laughs> and that's what – if I've learned anything from Tim Duncan, that's what it takes to win the championship, hey. just be physically fit. Man, Kareem was doing yoga for years. He played <laughs> He played forever. All, All right, right. Uh, I can't stay quiet anymore about this. Uh, you're right. No one knows shit about David Blatt. As much as you say you watched about him on, on YouTube or whatever, he's European, yada, 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 whatever. We don't know. We don't no, know. No, we don't know. That's uh, why I say it's the most interesting thing. Because – like, if he's good, this Cavs team could win the title this year. They are one of the most talented teams. Yeah. Uh, but we don't know yet. We don't, And we also don't know how, what Kevin Love looks like in the playoffs. He can completely freeze up for all we know. It's a completely unknown. That is the theme of this team is unknowns. What is, how's Kyrie Irving do over a full season? I don't know because has, he hasn't stayed healthy for a full season, has he? I don't think so. And if he has, no. it hasn't fucking mattered. Uh, Deion Waiters is going to blow this team the hell up because he's a loose <laughs> cannon, dog. He's going to fuck everything up. You know what's a great addition? Sean Marion because he's in his AARP years anyway. Hey. Let's, <laughs> hey. let's bring him in. Let's bring Ray Allen in. Well, let's wait, get wait. bag of bones wait. in here. All wait. right? There and is one thing that we do know. Shoes on the bench and get on in here. What's up? I don't know shit about Tristan Thompson. I'm not even going to pretend to know I know shit about Tristan Thompson. And I haven't heard Anderson Barajal's name since people started talking about him on the roster this year. And I hope he has a haircut because it's been enough time. There's one thing we do know, and that's that they also have one of the 10 best players ever. Mr. Hairplugs. You don't know. Hey, what say that, what you want. He's one of the ten best players ever. You don't know how that affected his basketball IQ. You don't know if it got in there and like you know fucked with a few synapses or whatever. It got better. LeBron's been getting much more intelligent about his game every season, and it's 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 sort of alarming how efficient a player he is now. Yeah, and, and he also lost a lot of weight. He got much leaner or whatever. So, yeah, it's going to be better on his knees. But you know what? He's not going to be able to withstand a beating that, you know, he's probably going to get. So, you know what? I'm going to say right now, this is going to be the first year LeBron James has a, 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 a season-slashing injury. He's going to be out at least a quarter of the year. And I don't believe any of that shit that I just said. They're going to win the championship. That's my pick. <laughs> that was brilliant. Well done. Brilliant, Rich. Though, no. <laughs> can I can I throw out a stat slash trivia question for you guys regarding kind of the cast situation? Please. Uh, can you name the last two teams who won the championship after not making the playoffs a year before? Uh, I Ooh, I feel like we've talked about this. A while One's ago. very easy. One one is very easy. Oh, uh, the Boston Celtics, two thousand eight. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And does this go back to the merger or what? This I before yeah to the merger. Uh, uh, weird yeah. championships it's in the late seventies with like that Washington team and the yeah Sonics Seattle and, yeah yeah um, you. No. 
I have no idea. One of the 70... Didn't the 76ers win a championship in the 80s, like in the middle of... Burley 84. Men? Was not them. It was the 1977 Trailblazers. I almost said oh, that! Well, of course. I almost said that. I thought they were good. I read a whole article about that coach and all that business. I thought they were good in that era. And then they just finally won. Yeah, I, I, I think they had a bad year, and then I mean, they I actually I think the other missed the playoffs. They had a better record than the other than a team in the other division, but they just didn't have enough wins. But point, it's hard to win with the players, and even like the Boston Celtics team that won. Yeah, Ray Allen and Kevin Garnett and uh, Paul Pierce never made the playoffs or never won the championship, but they all had been playoff tested. Right. Yeah. Like LeBron and Wade were playoff tested, which helped them win the next two after they lost the first one. So I think that's a big part of it. That's why you bring in Sean Marion and Mike Miller and those guys. Oh, but, and James Jones. Yeah. But man. when you're best. They got rings, man. Hey, yo, fuck you, James Jones. <laughs> Been in the league 11 years, you turncoat. You're, you went to college in Miami. Turncoat. I'm calling you out, James Jones. Do something about it. James Jones and James Harden. Get on the blank slate. Defend yourself. I just got so Miami in here. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, bro. Got really personal in Miami. Inflected. The Miami bros. Yo, see. No one else is offended about James Jones leaving. Everybody else is like, all right, well. Yeah, no, James Jones is the biggest non-factor, I think, in anything ever. Um, I forgot who it was that, oh, God, this is killing me. I forgot who it was that told me this, but they started referring uh, to giving up on something as putting in James Jones. Oh, yeah, this is great. So So good. my, My last, like two weeks at work in Gainesville. It's just like, oh yeah, no, I put in James Jones like a week ago. I'm, I don't care anymore. Um, but yeah. All right. So let's look at the league as a whole. Who do you have? I need predi- picks and predictions. Who do you have in each of your conference championships and then getting into the finals and winning the finals? Um, I'm also going to ask about uh, MVPs, uh, rookie of the year, uh, defensive player of the year. And coach of the year. Um, so I don't know if you guys want to take a little bit of time to kind of think about this, or if you already have it, sort of something in mind. Um, but uh, yeah, you know, we could take a, we could take a little bit if you need it, or if anyone's ready, we can go now. I don't know. I think I can go. I think we can. All right. Uh, I think we can just pick this up as we go. Yeah. Let's start. Let's just uh, do uh, conference championships and then finals right cool. now. so all right tony who do you got um west i'm gonna take shit i have to take the spurs uh mm-hmm. the spurs to get out i'm gonna take san antonio over golden state in the west finals and cleveland over chicago in the east finals mm-hmm. and oh man San Antonio versus Cleveland finals. Ratings, baby. <sighs> that is that is so juicy. I got to go San Antonio again. Yeah. Oh, okay. man. They're going to have a really hard time guarding Kyrie, though. God, that's a tough series. <laughs> man, that's interesting. Diao and Kevin Love. 
No one's going to get more than six inches above the floor at any point. <laughs> uh, we all know that's Kawhi time anyway. Um, <laughs> uh, Tope, Robert, do you guys have yours? Because I have, I can go for mine if you need it. Oh yeah, okay. I, I I I can go with mine. Go ahead, Tope. Uh, I got Cleveland versus the Bulls in the East with uh, the Bulls beating Cleveland. Oh. Mm. I just I'm really that not being there. I think is such a big deal. Like the Bulls have been waiting and waiting and waiting for this to finally have everything come together. Assuming everyone's healthy, there's no way that the Cavs can stop Gasol and Noah and what they can do. Um, and then in the West, I got the Clippers or San Antonio with the Clippers winning. In uh, finals, Clippers or Spools, I will pick the Clippers. All right. Wow. That's eerie. Yeah, well, funny. Uh, I wanted to <laughs> wait because, again, you know, I think I'm, uh, you know, I have the least amount of knowledge of, of this group here, but I am almost exactly the same as Tope. I'm taking the Bulls and the Cavs for the Eastern Conference, and I'm going to take, I'm going to take a healthy Derrick Rose and the inexperienced, playoff inexperienced Kevin Love and Kyrie. With Bulls winning, and I'm going to take uh, Clippers versus Spurs in the West, and I'm going to go with the Clippers, and I'm going with Bulls over Clippers in the finals. Wow, uh, I... you have been drinking the water in Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> You've turned into an irrational, tacit Bulls supporter. I have to, baby. Well, you know, I got to <laughs> say. I, you get seventy five percent Derrick Rose and and look out and you know no I, no no, no. for the you're for, absolutely right they are yeah. really talented this year for the first time I just think that that's possible so we'll see well me being new in town I don't think Derrick Rose stays healthy uh, so in my Eastern Conference Finals I have and call me crazy uh, but I have uh, Cleveland and Washington in the wow. finals I think. I think Paul Pierce uh, brings on Hustle and Flow as his young Padwans and, uh, you know, teaches them a thing or two about, like, you know, basketball. And, uh, and I got Cleveland beating them. And then in the West Coast. This is just because Rich has been crazy about the West Wing lately. That's all. That's the only reason. <laughs> you know who they could use to get. Uh, uh, who, who's Washington's coach right now? Randy something? Whitman? No. He's a poet. Yeah, that sounds right. <laughs> uh, they should. You know who looks like an NBA that coach? That sounds right is never the right answer. No, it isn't. But <laughs> it doesn't on. matter because you know who looks like an NBA coach? Richard Schiff from the West Wing. Oh, yeah, he does. <laughs> He'd be a Robert, you're right. It's Randy Whitman. Randy Whitman. There you go. Well oh, Simmons, Simmons hates on him all the time, and he thinks that's the main reason that they can't move forward. But Cool. Uh, and then in the Western Conference, I also have San Antonio and the Clippers. Uh, and I actually also want to go with the Clippers for a Cleveland-LA matchup. And I think Cleveland wins it because, uh, you know, that's uh, how it goes, you know. That's... What the hell are you guys seeing in LA that I'm missing? Everybody likes LA here. I'm... The same way I'm assuming Derrick Rose gets hurt, I'm assuming the right people that need to make the jump make the jump in L.A. This can be yeah. the first full year for Doc over there, or second? Second. Second. 
Second, without a lot of bullshit going on, I think. Yeah, I all think that I'm, shit's in the past. Yeah, and they can focus on the task at hand, and they. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm just hoping DeAndre makes that jump. That's that's really all I'm saying. You know, that's a team I could say that could see putting pieces together to try to get someone at the All Star break or a little after if things aren't going the way it needs to go. David West. That would yeah. be perfect for them. Uh, he will be available. <laughs> uh, who are you guys looking at at uh, Rookie of the Year? Oh, you know what? Hmm. I I do not watch college basketball, so I have no idea who to say. Okay, I'm always surprised by who shows up in the league. I'm like, wow, this guy's good. Yeah, like, yeah, no shit. Jabari is the sexy pick, but I'm going to go kind of out of the box and go with someone who will be in his second year out of school and uh, Norman's Noel. Mm. I think he's going to have every touch he can get on that team and he's someone has to score. So go with him. Okay. Nice. Uh, just too uneducated. Can't really make that well informed of a, of a guess. So I'll, I'll pass. You know me. I'd love to see some. Some sort of accolades come to the Magic. Victor Oladipo came in second, I think, to Carter Williams last year. So I think it would be a nice sign of things to come if if Alfred did really well. I'm going to say... I'm just going to say Alfred Payton. Yeah. Because, yeah. <laughs> pretty, pretty uneducated of a guess, other than just like... I don't know. He looks. He seems like a lot of fun to watch. Um, you didn't go with Shabazz Napier. I, I all right. I have a confession to make. <laughs> uh, so after we drafted him, I immediately followed him on Twitter. <laughs> no, that's not the confession. Oh. Is a couple a couple days ago I unfollowed him on Twitter. Oh, yeah. Oh no! I know. Falling out. I know. Tony, I mean, I'm sorry. Tope just gave two of the best nose I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> the range in those nose is like no. It's and it's not no. for any reason or anything. He's just not a good tweeter. You know, he doesn't tweet anything interesting. So you know, it's not a personal thing. It's, you tell it's me a the Heat's thing. tweet game is going down too. Yo, I mean, you better believe that I follow Chris Bosh and Dwayne Wade on Instagram though. They got, they got some pretty. I don't know, man. That's just all pictures of Miami. I'm sure yeah, it's fantastic. It's great. Uh, but yeah. Uh, so what do we got next? Uh, eh, I don't know. I don't want to do defensive player of the year. Doesn't really. Anthony matter. Davis. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anthony or DeAndre. Yeah. That's it. Uh, yeah. coach of the year. Hmm. Real quickly, is that is that based on like what is? Do we applaud a coach of consistency like Pop, who is doing a lot with a lot, or do we applaud someone who makes the best out of a, a bad situation? Like what what really goes into assigning that? It I I don't think there's set criteria. I think it is however you interpret that. You know, same with like the MVP. You know, there's no set. Like, is it just the best player or is it the player that's most valuable to his team or in his situation? I don't think there's a real set way to look at it. I mean, 
I think if it was just who is the best coach, I think Pop would have won basically every year, except maybe Carlisle would have won it once or Doc would have won it once. But it's just Pop all the time. Hasn't, within the last five years, George Carl won Coach of the Year? Yeah, they sometimes give it to a guy who, like, scrapes the eight seed, and you're like, all right. But, no, I mean, like, within fine, the last but... five years, though, wasn't it? I'm pretty sure he won it in Denver the year he was. Five. I think he's five fire the next year or that year. <laughs> What's his face? Scott from OKC. He got a Coach of the Year, right? Did he not? I thought he got um, Coach of the Year, like, 2011 or 12. I'm ascertaining this. I my coach of the year pick is Eric Spolstra. <laughs> George Carl won it in 2013. Yeah, I thought so. Damn, they won 57 games. Holy shit! Byron Scott won it before. Well, that's not happening again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he won it before in like the early part of the decade, I'm sure, or the mid part of the decade. He won it in 2008. He won 56 games with New Orleans. Damn, that was a good New Orleans team, though. It was Paul and Chandler and Stojakovic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of bad coaches have won this, actually, now that I'm looking at it. Well, Avery my, Johnson won it. Yeah. Byron Scott, George, well. And Eric Spolster is going to win it this year. Brooks won it. <laughs> Mike Brown. Mike Brown won it. Yeah. But it had, you know, a certain person's name on it. Can I win it? Had, it? Yeah. <laughs> I think you're eligible. You are 100% eligible, Robert. You're eligible. Hey, I'm doing a lot with not a lot, so. You should move to Oklahoma City. <laughs> <laughs> there's a seat warm for you all right well i think we've just gathered that this this entire award doesn't mean shit mike mike dunleavy won it yeah this award doesn't mean shit Moving <laughs> on. oh my goodness <laughs> mvp it's actually really hard this year Here's LeBron thing. James. It's LeBron James, although I don't think his numbers are going to be the same as some of his other MVP years because he's not going to have to and he's not going to do as much. So I think what you're going to see happen is essentially what happened to the compliment players that came in and were already there for Miami is, you know, like Bosch's numbers leveled off, uh, Wade's numbers leveled off and went down. You know, I think that LeBron can do a lot less and, you know, it'll show in the numbers and he'll still be, you know, he'll still probably get it, but there's like a 5% chance that his team wins 70 games though, because the East is so weak. They're bad. Like they, they play in such a relatively weak grouping. They could seriously win like like thirty nine games in the second half. If they win, you know, if they sniff around seventy or get north of that, then yeah, it doesn't matter it doesn't matter if LeBron's numbers go down that much, he'll get MVP. They've uh, been going up every year. He's been getting efficient every year. Because he's had to. Uh, look at that squad last year. It was a rough city, man. 
I know, but they still made the finals. They still made like, the finals, dude. He made four straight finals. And it's probably going to be five. Think about that. Um, yeah, he can make five in a row. And he should, too. I mean, he yeah. is he is one of the ten best players ever. How much? I don't know what way to really quantify this, what way there is to quantify this, but, like, how much better than... Because I I would personally say LeBron James is a better basketball player than Kevin Durant. How much? Hmm. I mean, in terms of like a percentage, <laughs> I yeah, that's what I'm like, you know, there's really no way to quantify it. But yeah, how do you mean? Yeah, like, I don't know. But it's just it's I don't know how else you would kind of talk about it in those terms. I mean. Kevin Durant's a great player. He's the second best player on the planet right now, but he isn't the defensive force that LeBron is, and he can't go down into the post. Right. And he hasn't won championships yet. And, and, and sorry, go ahead, Tope. I was saying the to add to your point, and the one thing that he can do a hundred percent better than LeBron there are a handful of players who can also do that better than LeBron and that's shooting. You know, yeah. Steph Curry's a better shooter than yeah. him. Kyle Korver's a better shooter than him. So that, and that's the one trait he is better at LeBron at. Yeah. But LeBron James through the range of his game manages to shoot at a higher percentage than all those guys. He shoots like 57% now. Yeah. LeBron's a freak. Like nobody's ever been as efficient as he is with the volume that he does it. It's true. But the fact of the matter is he's not going to have Eric Spolstra coaching him anymore. So those numbers are going to go down. <laughs> I mean, Spo was totally responsible. That's for that shit. yeah, that's clearly are the rest of you guys not seeing this. <laughs> I mean, what league are you watching? I'm sorry. Enough of my antics. <laughs> uh any any wild predictions either somebody getting hurt or you know any sort of scandals or anything anything uh adam silver might do during the course of the season oh Robert? okay uh didn't i was just gonna go with wild predictions for mvp just for just for shots that it doesn't go to you know the baby um i don't know tony tope do you have any i was gonna say um, I'm wondering if maybe a Clipper really steps up and we see something, either Blake or Paul, maybe Blake. Blake, was, say, Blake was third last year. I'd say Blake really turns it on, really gets them into a Western final. I could see that maybe. I don't know. Blake would be would be on my uh, predictions. Um, there was someone else I had, but. Derrick Rose, of course, if he comes back to form, people are going to, you know, I, I think he's more more likely to get most improved somehow than I think his, if, if, if he plays 82 games, he'll win most improved just for his body. Uh, <laughs> John Wall, if he can have a really, really good year mm. where he puts up like 20 plus and like 12, 13 assists and just like a crazy stat line, I think he's definitely someone. Uh, and Chris Bosh, I feel like he can if he can get back to like 
Raptors 25 and like 12, just and they end up getting home court in the first round. I'm not gonna say anything else, but I agree. <laughs> this is a serious question Is Dwayne Wade good enough to be the second best player on a team that like makes the second round? Like, are they going to make the second round with Wade as their second best guy? It's it's a matter of him holding up. I still think he can. I still think his brain can make his muscles do all those same things. It's just a matter of, like, if he can stay with it. But that would also require him sitting a lot during the season. And if that's the case... They may not be in a position to get out of the first round. Uh, so it's a big domino effect. But I still think his skills are still there to do that. It's just a matter of if he can be there to do that. Is is um, is Pat Riley going to put his brain into Dwayne Wade's body and just sort of take <laughs> residence there? I think he might do that for Zaire, his son. I think he's just waiting <laughs> and just waiting for it. But eventually, I think, yeah, he looks like someone who would marry a black woman. Pat Riley, not Dwayne, not Dwayne Wade, <laughs> not Dwayne Wade. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he he did, but he that's beside the point. Uh, but yeah, any other like kind of crazy out of there predictions? Any sort of like. You know, people were not kind of talking about maybe kind of showing up and making a name for themselves or anything like MVP. that. MVP? Yeah, MVP or or just overall. New York quits playing basketball. <laughs> they have the All-Star game this year. Oh. Oh, oh perfect, hey. Perfect situation. <laughs> um, crazy predictions. Here's one. Atlanta gets a three seat. Okay. That's not even wow. that crazy. That's what I'm talking about, though. You're believing in Budenholzer. He's a fan. Actually, he might win coach of the year. He's a fantastic coach. Totally possible. Lakers are decent. I don't know. How do you mean decent? <laughs> That's what I'm, Somehow the Lakers will surprise us. I don't know what that means. but Playoffs? It it, mm, nah, not in the West. That would floor think. me. Yeah, five hundred. If the Lakers flirt with getting out of the first round of the playoffs, first of all, them being in the playoffs, I'm floored. I go through the floor if they almost make it out of the first round. I, I, you know, maybe not. I think, uh, I think maybe we could see that, like, like, way, way, way low seed, but maybe something like that. That'd be crazy. Yeah. Uh, Houston misses the playoffs. Ooh. I can see that. Not just because you're here, Tony, but Dallas goes deep. Dallas goes deep with with what they've done and Carlisle and Dirk still being good. Second round? Uh, Yeah, second round for Dallas. I would take that. Absolutely. That would be a very successful season for this team. Uh, As even though I was kind of joking about it earlier, there has been talk about uh, Cleveland kind of managing LeBron's time a little bit more and they're more than in a position to do so. But if they don't, I wouldn't be shocked to finally see LeBron get hindered with a big injury. Ooh. And this would be the first time in his career that really happened. 
That's a bad prediction, man. I don't want to think about that. I don't want to think about that. I'm (laughs) jinxing it. But it's... That would be so sad. He's had a long stretch of superior health in a league where guys go down all the time. You think that him losing the weight is him, you know, trying to take a lot of pressure off his body? I do. I, 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 again, I sort of alluded to this earlier. It, it, it helps take a lot of pressure off his knees and not that, you know, he necessarily had any chronic knee problems, but it's better. to. But be why not? Yeah. Yeah. It'd be pre- preventative. But then also because he had to do so much in Miami and he had to take a beating in Miami and like he was getting, you know, everybody's, I mean, he's always going to get everyone's best defender, but like, you know, much more than he will in Cleveland. He had to kind of bulk up and be able to kind of push back. Whereas now it's not going to be as much. So I think he can do that, you know, whether or not those are the reasons behind it. Um, you know, I think that's, that's, that might play into it, but well, I'm definitely going to be splitting this into two parts. Because uh, <laughs> we were extensive, uh, but I feel like we talked about a lot of really good stuff. And we still only talked about the Atlantic Division for 10 minutes. <laughs> Imagine if we didn't set... Eh, maybe even shorter than Who knows? But yeah. Uh, yeah. So we'll go ahead and wrap this up. Um, but you guys will get a chance for some final thoughts. Uh, but before that, I uh, do want to thank you guys for listening to the Blank Slate podcast. Uh, you know where to find us on potswoggle.com slash blank slate as well as iTunes. Please, if you don't already, already subscribe. And if you haven't already, uh, and I know you haven't because no one has, please give us a review and rate us five stars. Um, per the huge, uh, I'll definitely read it on air uh, you know, to give you guys a shout out. And uh, also, I'll read on air. Uh, hit us up on Twitter. Uh, at Blank Slate Pod. Also, shoot us an email uh, with any suggestions for us to talk about something on the show or uh, any other things you want to add and or anything else at all. Just say hi. You can send us an email, uh, the blank, or blank Slate Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, and please tell your friends, uh, tweet some friends about it, tell your friends in person about it. Uh, you know, if we do anything to make you chuckle at work and someone's like, what the fuck are you laughing at? Tell them the Blank Slate Podcast. Download it and enjoy. Um, you know, but don't say it like that because they might look at you weird unless you talk like that anyway, in which case, per the huge. Uh, but yeah, you can find me on Twitter at Rich Cammy. Uh, and I really don't have anything personal to plug right now aside from my own Twitter. Uh, you can also hit me up on Instagram, uh, at Rich Cammy4 because some French chick has Rich Cammy. It's weird. Um, but yeah. So, uh, Robert, do you have any final thoughts and anything to plug? Uh, yeah. Well, just trying to get my Twitter game going. So I got a Twitter handle at, at M Bravo, M Bravo, M as in Marco. That's twice, M Bravo, M Bravo. I think it's going to be a great season, and I'm just really happy basketball's back. I think one of the signs that it will be uh, almost epic is that the Bulls' home opener is against the Cavs Friday Halloween night. So I cannot wait to be... Sexy partying and checking in on that game. So I think it's going to be a great season. Beautiful. Uh, Tope, uh, do you have any plugs and or final thoughts on uh, anything today? 
Hey, go to my Twitter. It's Dr. Tope at a banjo, uh, I think. I don't check it that much, but you can go through my old tweets. They're not that time sensitive, so they're good. Uh, yeah, that's all I really got. It should be a great season. I'm much more excited about this season than I was the uh, NFL season going into it. And we have a little bit of parody in the league. A little bit. A little but bit. It's, it's nice. Some, some, you know, step by step. Uh, also, I, uh, I can edit this out if you don't want it, Tope, uh, but your Instagram, if you want to plug that, I really enjoy that, and I think other people oh. would as well. <laughs> My Instagram is at I made one of these things. Uh, it's it's an Instagram, and I post stuff, and I have some hashtags. It's an observational Instagram. Yeah. So, at I made one of these things, or search my name. There you go. Uh, and Tony, do you have any final thoughts and anything to plug? I have no plugs. My final thought is uh, saying goodbye to some older players this year. Steve Nash, of course, is is done. Uh, again, I'm pretty sour at my team for letting go of him uh, a decade ahead of schedule. <laughs> Remarkable foresight uh, as an organization at that point. Um, Kevin Garnett, the other guy, the other, the big ticket. Uh, so, yeah, saying goodbye to some guys. Uh, Dirk on his way out. Duncan on his way out. Uh, you know, let's appreciate these dudes. We've had some good times. Kobe. I just, I just fucking hate Kobe so much. We don't need to get into it. Read the police report from. That's all I'll say. <laughs> from Colorado. Anyway. All right. Well, as Tony uh, and we all say goodbye to some of uh, the NBA's good players, whether they're going to be leaving us this year or in the next, in the upcoming years, uh, we'll also say goodbye to you. And thank you very much for listening to this two part blank slate podcast uh, all about the NBA season uh, upcoming next week. Uh, thank you very much for listening. You can go ahead and delete this now. Catch us later.